Hey guys, happy Thursday. Before we get started on this wonderful podcast, I wanted to say a few things real quick. One, I wanted to reach out to all of you that have been listening and say thank you so much. This is kind of a little labor of love for me. Something that I love doing more than anything is sitting down with my friends and talking movies. Some of the feedback I've gotten has been overwhelmingly positive. People seem to really like the format. People seem to be reaching out and wanting to do the podcast. But one thing that has been broached isn't the how of it all, but the why. Why are you doing this podcast? So I just wanted to briefly touch on that real quick before we get started. The why of it is simple. I am surrounded in our little town of Durango, Colorado by so many wonderful people. And I have wonderful people all over this country and all over this world that I enjoy interacting with and talking to and hearing about because they're so wonderfully talented. I have friends that are authors and photographers and painters and mixologists and just all around fabulous people. And I think there's nothing better in the world than getting to know people through film. And that's what the why of this podcast is. I'm doing it because I want you guys to meet my friends. I don't get to keep them for myself. I want to share their wonderful stories and the movies that make them happy or sad or laugh their asses off or scare them to death, I think tells you a lot about people. And give these people a chance to introduce themselves to our community and to listeners, quite frankly, at this point, that are all around the world. I think it's really exciting. I think it's really fun. And I think it's kind of important. And I plan on continuing to do this. So if you want to reach out to Whiskey Real Judgment Day, by all means, shoot me a text, shoot me an email, shoot me a direct message on Facebook or Instagram, what have you. We're Whiskey Real on most of the socials. Our Instagram is the Whiskey Real. Whiskeyreel at gmail.com is our email address. And of course, 970-426-5344. Once again, 970-426-5344 is the number that you can use to reach out to us. Thank you guys for listening and enjoy the podcast this week. The Whiskey Reel presents Judgment Day. Listener discretion is advised. The podcast that you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed are merely for common purposes. This is your judgment day. We all go a little mad sometimes. What an excellent day for an exorcism. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Time to play. Fun. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever done a podcast before noon. Oh. <laughs> How did this happen then? <laughs> Which means uh, I've never done a podcast sober, probably. Uh-huh. <sighs> or not sober, but without some influence. <laughs> so I apologize to you. No worries. Over the air. Mia culpa. Oh. Um, I completely forgot about this appointment. And last night I decided to take a couple of milligrams of Xanax. And And here we are. And here we are. So I might be slightly fuzzy. That's okay. That's okay with me because I'm fuzzy too. But that's okay. We're going to wake up because today's a big day. Mm -hmm. Today is judgment day. (laughs) In this podcast, I invite one of my very lovely friends to inform them that today is in fact the end of times. They've shuffled off this mortal coil and it's up to me to decide whether or not they ascend to paradise or burn forever in a lake of fire. What no one knew is that God is a total cinephile, and I, Baba Van Noyes, have been chosen to ask a series of 12 questions about the movies that meant the most to them. Their taste in films will be the ultimate test, determining their fate. So today, guys, I am joined by someone just fantastic. I recently made her acquaintance, I guess three or four months ago? July. July. We met met in July at uh, Blake Crouch's book release party. Mm -hmm. Uh, This person is an author as well and a mother and a life coach mm-hmm. an inspiration yes all a, the things a hope giver yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a happy finder yeah, yes. she's effervescent and lovely her name is 
Brooke Smith. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Bobbeth. You're very welcome. <laughs> and you can call me Bobby. I, I, <laughs> I kind of like the Bobbeth. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it sounds more, I don't know, judge, judgy, Yeah, I guess. Godlike. I, <laughs> I guess so. Um, so what brings you to this podcast? What do you love about cinema? Oh, um, not well, that it's a requirement. You could hate it. I don't hate cinema. I, um, I saw your post on Facebook and I'm kind of a Facebook junkie. So when you were like, Hey, I'm looking for people to interview. I thought, why not? Let's do it. So here I am. Well, I like that a lot. I, you are a Facebooker. I love Facebook. I know you, you pop up mm-hmm. on my timeline all the time. Yeah. I, I'm a Facebooker as well, but I'm tr- I want to slow down. It's just mm. become so toxic, it's, especially right now. You can change your algorithm, though. So that it I know. I better. saw your post yeah, about yeah. that. I don't <laughs> even know what that means. I'm like an IT guy, and I have. I was like, what is she talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd love to works. change my algorithm. <laughs> In the words of Deltron3030, I want to upgrade my gray matter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah, it's actually not that hard. You just go into your friends' pages and choose who you want to follow and who you don't, and it takes oh, some time, though. So you've got to be meticulous. Yes. Oh, man. See, I don't know how many. There's probably three people I want to follow, so it might not take that long. <laughs> and that's what it ends up being, and that's okay. I, yeah. yeah, I don't really. I, there's a lot of people on there that are mostly because of this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a marketing thing. So Yeah, well, you can still have them as friends, but not follow them. <laughs> that's so, a great idea. And you're not seeing all their stuff. <laughs> it's, it is. It's a good idea. That is a great so. idea. Yeah. Well, so this is Judgment Days, which is a weird day because it means you're dead. <laughs> So <laughs> how do you feel about death? Do you have I, any thoughts on it? I'm okay with death. Yeah? Yeah. And how do you mean you're okay with death? Well, I mean, it's going to happen. It's something you accept. It's something I accept. Yeah. yeah. It happens to anything, everybody. We lose people every day. Right. Do you think it, anything happens after? I'm not sure. I not really sure, don't yeah. know. Yeah. No thoughts on that? I really don't know. I know. I was raised kind of weird like catholic and then my father was like church of christ pentecostal type thing so we just never went to church (laughs) we got preached to a lot about the bible but it came from a lot of different areas and so yeah my religious upbringing was a mishmash and it was weird and i have no idea what i believe in so i just choose to believe in nothing oh well yeah i'm not sure what i believe in but i was raised mormon so oh, I didn't something. know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, my dad, though, is a uh, reverend for the Unity Church. Okay. So I have Some two influences. very big extremes. And then I went to a Seventh-day Adventist church, or a school for a very long time. Holy cow. And so I kind of have a little bit of everything. And I think that has helped me to not really anchor on anything. Right. It's like they're all saying the same thing to me. That's how I kind of interpreted that as I right. was going to church. So um, when you walk in a church building, there's a ritual that you follow, and they're all sort of the same. That's great. Um, I guess. No, I mean, it's, it's just cool to have that breadth of knowledge. Yeah, and then... Although, so, is it knowledge, or is it just whimsy? That's the whole thing. <laughs> it's like, well, if they're all saying the same thing, and they're all fighting over the same stuff, who do you believe? So I go in inward. Right. So it's all in here. I like that. Yeah. Well, I have great news. They're mostly right. And today you get an opportunity <laughs> to maybe go to heaven. <laughs> oh, maybe. It's all, yeah, it's all, it's all a big maybe. We'll see you how never it goes. Do, you never do know. <laughs> <laughs> I might try to put my finger on the scale because you seem like a nice person. But oh, We'll see. We'll see about that. All right, Brooke. Question the first. What is the first film that you remember seeing? And this could be in the theater. This could be at home. Yeah, I think it was probably The Wizard of Oz. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that That's one of my first two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at my grandparents' house. um, And they were super excited because, you know, it was the first black and white plus color movie. So. Oh, that's right. It was the Mm -hmm. Technicolor Mm -hmm. invasion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I forget that that's the one. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. One that it's an amazing movie. I mean, I think it's kind of scary. I think it's. I never got that. Little chilling, like the characters. <laughs> I think the monkey scared the hell out of me. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. <laughs> the. I heard that years later, and I was like, I never got scared for it. And but... then there's the weird conspiracies about it that mm-hmm. someone hung themselves on set or whatever. Yeah. But apparently, that's apocryphal. Right. There's like the swinging yeah. guy, like a yeah. uh, short person in the background. What's the little PC person? term? Little person. little person. I think okay. it's little person. Yeah. Okay. Which might be the only PC term that is more offensive. Than I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm just like, 
you know, call me the other word. (laughs) The little person sucks. (laughs) And have you ever done the Pink Floyd thing? I've never done the Pink Floyd thing, mostly because I don't really like that album. But I've heard it's amazing. Okay, so my my kids who are teenagers, I have two who are teenagers. Um, They brought that home to me just recently, and I had heard that when I was growing up, but I never did it, and I finally did it, and it does work. There's some synchronicities there. Did you do it under the influence of anything? Can't that you that care to talk I was about with my kiddos. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, understood. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, were I to do it, I'd probably some sort of psychedelic. What would be mm-hmm. appropriate? Mm-hmm. Some natural psychedelic that sure. grows out of the ground. Psilocybin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that'd be Absolutely. a great idea. Mm-hmm. No, that's a wonderful answer. Yeah. Do you remember who you saw it with? Uh, I'm sure it was in my grandparents' house. Oh, okay. I, I can yeah remember the setting and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember your first theater experience? I do. Um, it was Peter Pan. Great. It was a curtain, you know, the, I, well, I wanted to say the original, but I don't know if it was the original. It must have come out in the 80s. Who was the original? It was, um. It was like, that was like in the early. Yeah. Early. Yeah. This was not, because I'm not that old. Oh, okay. So. No, you're not. Yeah. But you know what? was like I, Kathy Duncan in one of them. And. <laughs> I, I don't know the actors at all, but yeah. I cried my heart out when Captain Hook died. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Was, you have a that, very big heart. Uh, yes, I do. He was a Even when person. I was like three or four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he can't die. That's wonderful. Yeah. I love that answer. That's the right <laughs> answer. Question the second. Yes. Do you like scary movies? I love scary movies. Wow, love, I love, love, it. love. I love when mm-hmm. people say that. What is the movie that scared you the most? The goddamn ring. Oh my God. Ooh, the okay. ring was the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. Modern classic status. Mm-hmm. On the ring. That one really, really, really got to me. What what scares you about it? Um, the you know, there's a couple of images in it. First of all, like the mystery of like following the pictures. Yes. You know, you're yes. like following the film itself and then like you watch it a second time and you can kind of start to piece it together. So the images themselves were really scary to me. And then um the chick back then, I don't I don't even remember if she was like the one in the well, but oh she had like God. dark hair and it yeah. was stringy because it was wet. And I used to have really dark, long hair. And right. when it was wet, I scared myself in the mirror. That that image of her coming out of the well has to be one of the most indelible images like in film history. Like, Seriously. That's the first thing you think of when you think of the ring is like, oh, fuck, when she comes out of the well. Right. And then when she's crawling at you, too, it's oh, like, it's why? This, well, don't do that to it's me. It's so awful. Mm-mm. It's so awful. No. It kind of harkens back to The Exorcist a little bit, like the, the creepy yeah. walk. I mean, it's not the same spider walk thing, obviously, but uh, yeah, it's just a terrifying. body, a human body moving in such an unnatural mm-hmm. way. Yep. is a little disarming and scary. That's a scary movie. I hate that movie. Did you see the Japanese version? Mm-mm. The Ringu? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not supposed to be funny, but it is. <laughs> but no, the, it was a remake of a Japanese film called Ringu. Okay. And still scary. Obviously a little hokier because hmm. um, it did happen before. The effects are a little more cheesy or what have you, but the storyline's basically the same. Mm-hmm. And pretty chilling movie as well. Huh. It's worth a watch. And it came out after? Or it came out before. before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. And I love Asian horror films, actually, in I a weird way. I don't know if I've ever watched an Asian horror film. Oh, well, I, I could give you a list okay. of really good ones. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, The Ring, though, like I watched it the first time and it terrified me so much. I didn't watch it again for another for a decade. You know, it's, I don't know if I've seen it again. Yeah. Honestly, I saw it when I was, you know, when it first came out, which was the what, late 90s? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think so. And then, um, yeah, when I did watch it again, everything kind of clicked into place and I was less terrified. So. It's one of those movies I feel like I've seen it. Like, I don't have mm-hmm. to relive it. Right. It, yeah. It didn't have a lot of, like, replay value for me. So, mm-hmm. like, Sixth Sense or something like that, that. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I get yeah. this thing. I liked it, though. I liked and it. I love Naomi Watts. That is the correct answer. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Question of the third, Brooke Smith. What so-called bad movie do you absolutely love? It's not a critical success, but you think it's brilliant. I've only heard this recently that this is a bad movie, and it kind of broke my heart when I did hear it. Okay. The NeverEnding Story. Oh. I love that movie. I don't understand a bad thing about it. I think that it is just 
brilliant writing, brilliant acting. However, you go back and watch it now. Like I watched it with mm-hmm. my kids recently and I'm like, oh, the graphics. Oh, how sad. Yeah, that's funny. I, I There was almost going to be a and there'll be a question on other podcasts that I want to talk about films that you used to love and have mm-hmm. recently revisited. Mm-hmm. And they're just dog shit, but they're yeah. <laughs> not great movies. And Never Ending Story, I think, is on that list. But hey, man, so many memories. Yeah, so, so many, memories. many memories. Oh my gosh, and the layers in that story, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was going to be my answer for movies that always make me cry because it does. <laughs> oh, does it? Oh my what god! Part? Oh, Artax oh, in the swamp. Yeah. That is the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, that, that is, is heartbreaking. Really yeah. You know, but I I like that movie because I love the idea behind it. I love the fact that it's basically about childhood depression, which no one even wants to talk about, but that's mm-hmm. an actual thing. And kids go off into their own worlds. And I know there's a lot to it. It's just, like you say, kind of a hokey stab at it. It's interesting that you bring that up because that's one of my books is about childhood depression with a tortoise. So it's that's interesting. right. It has like gotten in, it's bugged into my brain. Apparently. Yeah. And there's a tortoise in Never yes. Ending Story. And that's interesting. In the depression piece, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's in the swamp, so I think sw- mm-hmm. the swamp is supposed to yeah. represent all the depression. Right. Yeah. yeah, and we'll talk about your books in a little bit too. Oh, creepy! Oh, of course. Hey. Um, question the fourth: What movie character? This is such a hard question. <laughs> what <laughs> What movie character do you best identify with? Okay, so this one, I I I texted you and I told you this was really hard for me, um, and it's still really hard for me. So my my immediate answer is Jack from The Shining. <laughs> you weren't expecting that. Go on. Okay, so <laughs> I'm a writer, and there I actually um, have a writing course that I teach, and I bring that scene up where he's sitting in that huge hall, and he is like type, 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 typing, and then his wife comes in, and she's like, "Do you want a sandwich?" And he's oh, like, "Dude, like, get the fuck out." Yeah. And she's like, "But, but, you know," and he's just like, "If I'm in here typing, I don't care what I'm doing." I know. And he hits the keys. Dude. <laughs> When you're in that flow, like unless you're an artist and or you're a writer or something, you don't understand what it means to have that concentration broken. Yeah. And so I totally identify with that part of the movie, which is um, a little psychotic. So <laughs> it's um, not psychotic at all. <laughs> a little bit. It is a little bit psychotic, and that's okay. Um, but actually, so that's like my funny answer. I really like Jack. But okay, don't worry. He won't get far on foot. Have you seen that? No. Oh my gosh, with Joaquin Phoenix and Jonah Hill. It's so good. How have I not seen it? So I don't know. I don't know. It's a Amazon Prime okay. movie. It's um about this it's about the cartoonist and I can't remember his name. But and I think it's a true story. And he he gets in an accident while drinking with okay. a buddy. Oh, and um oh, who's that guy? Oh my goodness! So it's directed by Gus Van Zandt, mm-hmm. which I'm shocked I haven't seen it. If that's the case, Joaquin Phoenix, Jonah Hill, Runa Mara, and Jack Black. Jeez. Jack Black, yes, that's it. So he's with Jack Black, and they get into a car accident, and this guy gets crippled. And oh no! Then so, and he's a drunk. He's a total drunk when that happens. And um, and then he he has to turn his life around. And I feel like this is just such like a the hero saga. Okay. You know, and um, the so then I was trying to figure out which character do I identify with in that film, and it's kind of all of them. Okay. Which is also kind of a crazy big answer because, <laughs> you know, we're we're going through our life and then something happens mm-hmm. and we shift and something changes so that we have to better ourselves sure. and that's what happens to him. But then there's also like the coachy guy who is Jonah Hill, and he um. He is the sponsor in AA, and he calls all of his sponsored people right. piglets, which I think is adorable. Yeah, and um, and then all of like the piglets too are like people I identify with too. So it's like, I don't know. I think there's a piece of me in every part of that movie. Yeah, it's just very resonant for you. Very resonant. Yeah. Like. So watch it. It's I will. Amazing. I'm going to. That's definitely on my list. Yeah. I'm, I think I've seen every film Gus Van Sant's ever done. I can't think of a single one other than this. No pun intended. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Yes. Okay. And I guess I, <laughs> no pun intended, but um, I stumbled upon it. Okay. <laughs> and it was really, really good. See what you did there. Yeah. 
Oh, this is, are you a crier? Do you cry at movies? You, oh, I, f- I feel like you cry in life. I think you're a good crier, though. <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm a pretty hearty person. Yeah. Um, what movie oh. makes you cry? Because not everyone that cries in life cries in films. I've found that. Yeah, um, it depends on the film, I guess. It really has to touch me. But the one that gets me every freaking time is "It's a Wonderful Life." Ah, oh, well. Naturally enough. <laughs> I know. At the end of that movie, it's just like I ball every time. You know, and I've I've seen that movie in bits and pieces uh, 300 times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I bet I've only sat and watched that movie from beginning to end one time really? in my entire life. You know what I mean? And yeah. I love it. I love it. Whenever it's on, I'll just sit and watch mm-hmm. it. But yeah, yeah. I've never in, just sat down with intentionality. Yeah. And watched It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. I think what about it makes you so sad or, or well, joyful? It's joyful. Yeah. Like, um, it's the faith, you know? And like, in building your entire life, being a good person, and then having these friendships that come back and sustain you at the right. end, it's right. just like, it comes full circle. And then there's like the stupid, you know, angel part and like, <laughs> you know, talking to God and whatever. And um, I don't know. I just think it's really beautifully done. And he he's, a good guy and he just keeps getting he sacrifices himself too much of course he needs to learn his boundaries really yeah that's exactly <laughs> spoken like a true life coach okay. <laughs> I think that's great that movie yeah. definitely I get it mm-hmm. I don't know that it's ever made me cry okay well yeah. you haven't watched it from start to finish either not so. since I was a kid alright and when so, I was a kid I cried at nothing unless someone took yeah. my my ice cream sandwich away um, you know, yeah. then I would cry yeah, well, try it again and just see what I happens. I will, absolutely. Cool. I think that's the correct answer. <laughs> okay. I cry at more like those, like, fuck, Terms of Endearment or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, I'll watch that and then I'm down, just oh. down for a day, you know. Deborah yeah, Winger and Shirley MacLaine freaking out. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? The, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Those things, for some reason, get to me. But not like Steel Magnolias. That's <laughs> that shit's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I, want to be manipulated. I actually kind of struggled with that question because not a lot of movies make yeah. me cry, I don't think. But this one does Some every people just time. don't do it. Like, they don't understand, like, how people can be that. Because I can, I can cry. I can cry pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My ex-girlfriend came on the podcast and she made that comment. She's like, you cry at everything. <laughs> That's true. Stop calling me out like that. Come on. The tears are always pretty close to the surface. <laughs> the trauma's right there. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> just tap yeah. right on into it. <laughs> uh, question the sixth. Okay. I think this is my favorite question, but it's also one of the hardest because um, we don't like being negative. Who is your favorite actor and what is their worst film? So this one was hard for me also mm-hmm. because I kind of I don't really follow actors per se. Sure. Um, but then when I like really, really thought about it, I, I love Jim Carrey. Like, okay. I really love Jim Carrey. And, um, but then the second part of the question is what's their worst film? Mm-hmm. Like, all of them. Yeah, I know. I was about to <laughs> all say, of his films are bad. <laughs> There's so much to choose from. Yeah. But he has so many wonderful films. I, I just love him. He makes me laugh. He's mm-hmm. goofy enough to just put a smile on my face. Um, but really, what I love about him is like who he is as a person, like, yeah, genuinely person. Um, I don't know if you've seen his, uh, he does a, oh, what is it? Some kind of a, some kind of a speech online. Was it a commencement? Yes, a commencement address. Yeah, I saw that. Fantastic. Right? Yeah. So that's where I'm like, that's my guy. Yeah. And like watching. It's really weird to watch him do that because he's the guy that talks with his butt. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I know actually he's incredibly intelligent. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like right up there with, um. Eckhart Tolle, you know. Oh yeah, like, yeah. He's like good friends with him and like hangs out with him, and that's weird. Yeah, like, apparently he's gotten pretty that. weird in the last few years. Yeah, and he went through a really big depression mm-hmm. too, big time. and then he wrote that book. Yeah, that was, starts off sort of like an autobiography, but then goes wacko. All right, so we could throw something at the dartboard. Um, trying to think of his. I mean, I know people love Ace Ventura, but I. That movie. I've always hated that movie. <laughs> and I love that movie. I yeah, think it's fantastic. Yeah. But like, what about the mask? Like, I'm thinking the mask was pretty bad. You know, the yeah, it is pretty bad. But it has so many saving graces. Like, great song, great 
like dance sequences I think yes. are hilarious and yeah. cool. Cameron Diaz is a she's babe. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, she's mm-hmm. like one of the all-time great entrances in yeah. film histories when she walks into the bank. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Yeah. It so it has like little nuggets, but overall yeah, it's just silly and stupid. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, Batman Forever. I'll say that's his worst film. <laughs> I don't even remember him in that movie. Yeah, he so. was the Riddler, and it's unwatchable, uh, okay. unwatchable, All right. terrible, terrible. But he's made some films like um, Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind, which mm-hmm. I think is just a wonderful movie. And I don't think I've seen that. Wonderful. Oh, it's fantastic. Okay, I'll look that yeah. one up. Uh, Michael Gondry, I believe, mm-hmm. yeah, with uh, Kate Winslet. Okay. And it. It's not funny. No. <laughs> I mean, there's a well, couple of funny moments, cry. but um, I don't know if it'll make you cry, but it'll make you think. It's about uh, it's about memory and mm-hmm. about memory associated to rape relationships. Okay. And very broad strokes, the concept is that you can wipe the memories of someone that you loved to take away the pain and the Ooh. trauma. Oh. But the question that is asked in the question is, does that trauma actually go away? Right. You know what I mean? It's and really, would, would you do that? You know, when you're watching the movie for the first half, you're like, fucking A, I would totally yeah. do that. I would, of course, I don't want to ever think about her again. But that's silly. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. you'll, you should watch the. I okay. think you I'm would really that. love that movie. Well, because like for me, I'm like, I don't think I would erase a memory, even though like I've had some really hard stuff. But right. I don't think I would re- erase anything because it totally got me here. Every single part. Yeah. Like you How look backwards you and it's like, OK, it's there's okay. a reason you've arrived mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Doing this silly podcast with me. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> no, but it's got a wonderful cast. I mean, Kate Winslet, obviously. Uh, my old buddy, Tom Wilkinson. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. The guy, Mark Ruffalo is mm-hmm. in it. He's fantastic. Elijah Wood's fantastic oh. in it. I mean, it's a really, okay. really lovely. Yeah, you All should right. definitely watch I'm it. I recommend it that one highly. Sweet. Highly, highly. Okay. So we're going to go with The Mask. <laughs> I like yeah. the mask as an answer. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry I have to do this. I don't write these questions. Question <laughs> the seventh. What film do you find to be the sexiest? Okay. This one I kind of struggled with, too. Um, there's something about Mary, I think. I. Okay. I mean, Cameron Mary. Cameron getting so many shout outs. Right. Well, she must be, like, on my favorites list. But, <clears throat> I mean, she is sexy as hell, right? And then... Ben Stiller is great in it. I just love him. You get to see some penis. Is it? Sort of. Is it penis? It's penis flesh. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was his testicle. <laughs> oh, it might be, actually. You're right. I don't Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. Because the, the, what did they say? The um, beans above the frank. Beans are above the frank. <laughs> yeah. So that's just, it's just a fun movie. And there is like some sexiness in there and like okay. the relationship building in there okay. was really cute and then Brett Favre is in there too and I'm, oh are you oh. oh I used to be yeah yeah he's gotten so gross I haven't <laughs> seen him recently well it's not but that I mean he still looks like Brett Favre but he's just going through some pretty serious scandals Ooh. yeah okay so I know nothing yeah he might be facing like federal welfare fraud charges <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. okay well this was like what again like in the early well 2000s. yeah that was in the 90s yeah, 90s, late nineties. I mean, like really late nineties. If it was, I don't yeah. recall the year, but we don't care about the year on this show. Okay, I know. I'm trying to think about what about that movie, other than just Diaz being adorable, that I find cute, find sexy. Well, it was, but it does end up that they're a very cute couple. I love the chemistry between those two. <laughs> yes, and like, um, you know, and what when he's like sitting out there, like peeping. Oh, yeah. He's like looking, oh, yeah. and then the old lady comes out, and she like, oh god, you know, she has her boobs. <laughs> she's in like a lot of the Farrelly Brothers movies, uh-huh. and she always plays this horrible person. Totally, I bet she's a love. You know, <laughs> she is, yeah. she's just a delightful. She's probably lovely, awesome. She, I bet she yeah. just reads to little kids, and yeah, yeah, and she probably has a really great sense of humor. I bet. Well, she obviously, yeah, <laughs> yeah. she makes fun of herself quite a bit. Oh, and then the dog too. Hey, guys, before we move on to the next question, I want to say real quick, you can reach out to us at 970-426-5344. I love text messages. I love voicemails. If you want to send me an email and go long form, you can at whiskeyreal at gmail.com. Go ahead and put Judgment Day in the subject line, something like that, so I know that I'm the one supposed to be looking for it. And uh, I appreciate all your feedback. So this is the question that everyone hates. Question the eighth. What movie do you find uncomfortably sexy? 
turned you on, but you're not sure what it should that it should have. Okay, so normally I, I call this the weird boner question. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, we're not using that today. A different, no, different title. There's a British term for women, but I don't know if I want to use it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm curious. Please do. I want to hear it. Well, the Brits call um, an erection a hard on, and when a woman gets turned on, they call it a wide on. A wide on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We can use that. Um, so <laughs> my wide Your on, weird wide on movie is. Okay, and I haven't seen this movie since I was like 14, but... Oh, this should be good. The Crush. Ooh, wait. With okay. Alicia Silverstone. Al- wow, I had forgotten about this movie. Isn't it sort of a take on Lolita almost? I don't know Lolita. It's like the, the Nabokov Lolita. Like, it's a younger girl, older guy kind of vibe. Yeah, and she she's crushing on him, and then yes. he can't help but, like, you know, have some kind of reaction to her. Absolutely. And she plays on that. And then she's psycho. I have seen this movie. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Carrie Elways. Um, Wesley from yeah, Princess yeah, Bride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. This is such a good pool. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> no, it's definitely. And and it's a little uncomfortable. No Very doubt about uncomfortable. It. Because there's like, you know, she's like 14 or something, which is the age I was when I got into that movie. Oh, OK. So then I'm like, you know, whatever. But. Which I think, as you're coming of age, is a pretty typical yeah. fantasy theme. Right. That, and I liked yeah. her a lot. I thought she was super cute, and and then she's doing, you know, rebellious things. And It's interesting. He's 28 years old. as a, as a He's a writer, and she is 14 years old. So they made her literally half his age. Mm-hmm. And they call her precocious. But doesn't <laughs> it get a little, like thrillery at the yeah, end yeah, yeah i remember this yeah, movie yeah yeah that is such a great answer mm, i didn't think anyone was going to bring up the crush <laughs> that yeah. is a killer answer i love it Sweet. so to speak on my way to heaven yeah you're doing good so far but <laughs> there's still three questions you could fuck up <laughs> <laughs> um you are a funny person you have a great sense of humor what film makes you laugh the most and it doesn't have to be your favorite comedy okay. or like the best comedy put it that way i again have two am i cheating if i give you two answers okay so we're gonna pick one all right um all right so first i'll start with little shop of horrors okay like that movie is just come on i know so good i love it love it every part of it and i only saw it for the first time like a year ago and like my mind was blown because that's totally my kind of movie so we're talking about the rick moranis version Mm -hmm. i Okay, so is there a new one? There was an older one. Oh, there was a Roger uh, Corman production yeah. years ago that was not worth watching. But the I don't know what your favorite scene is. The one that makes me them laugh the most, of course, is Bill Murray and Steve Martin oh and my the gosh. dentist office. It, that's horrible. I don't. It's. I don't know about I'm, that. <laughs> but I'm dying. Yeah. Dying during that scene. Definitely. No, like when he is feeding the the <laughs> the plant his <laughs> thumb. And he's like sucking on it. Yeah, that's right. And he's just like sucking on his thumb and it's just like, yeah. you know, and he has band-aids all over his fingers. Like, I don't know. The whole thing just makes wow. me. And full disclosure, I'm known to break out into suddenly Seymour at any oh, given moment. Oh, sweet. I kind of I, do that too. I love that We'd song. be good friends. You know? uh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. I think we are good all friends. Right. All right. Awesome. Yeah, because I love that movie. So that was answer number one. Okay. Answer um, number two. Answer number two. And these are equal answers. So there is no yeah. hierarchy here. But... um. Hot tub time machine. <laughs> okay, that's a all right. I want to talk about that. Yeah, I think it's a really really funny movie. I don't think it's a good movie, but it, it is makes a good movie. but it makes me. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> but it makes me laugh a lot. So I worked at the Pine River Library forever, and people would check that movie out all the time. And this is one where I was judging a movie by its cover. And by its title. And sure. I always thought, I'm, what is with that movie? It's got to be awful. Um, and so I never watched it. And then, you know how all of a sudden people start recommending things to you? Right. That started happening. Like, everywhere. It just became unavoidable. People were like, you got to watch that movie. And I'm like, yeah. no. And then, you got to watch the movie. No. And then finally, by like the fifth time I hear that, okay, fine. And then I watch the movie and I'm hooked. Right. And Chevy Chase in that movie. Like, Very funny. Every single line he has is just like, 
wait, what did you just say? And then you have to rewind it and listen again. And you're like, oh, that's deep. And I think he has maybe five minutes of screen maybe, time. Maybe. Which I think is probably best. It's perfect for it. Yeah. yeah. Seems like the more Chevy you get, the the quicker it wears out. Right. Well, and, and the lines were so well done in that. Too. Yes. Um, but I my, love the 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 mirror images of them as the their younger selves that mm-hmm. makes me laugh especially the John Cusack one yeah. holy cow that oh looks my gosh. so much like him so funny yeah and then when they go through like the um what is it the ski room or whatever oh, yeah. and like it, they're like <laughs> honing in on like all these 80s themed things like and every cliche like, in the book and then the music and your every single thing is like I'm there. I'm right there. You know, absolutely. It was amazing. I know. I love the Motley Crue song playing when they're skiing. And yeah, there's there's a lot about that movie I like. So great. I, it, You know, it's one of those films that has third act problems, like almost all American comedies. It just sort of I don't think they ever know how to wrap up a movie right. and just satisfyingly tie it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it is a pretty funny movie. Yeah. Great cast. Amazing. Yes. cast. Yeah. I and like did that. you ever see the second one? I tried and it, it's awful. Same. Very I unwatchable. Asleep. I was like, meh, all right. Yeah, it's whew, not yeah. good. No. Okay. I like that answer. All right. Question the 10th. What film can you watch on repeat? I call this the remote dropper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that. So since I was like, since it probably came out, which I don't know what year this movie came out, but it was one of those movies that I saw in bits and pieces, kind of like what you're saying with It's a Wonderful Life. Right. And then I would just finish watching it. Um, so the answer has to be The Princess Bride. Oh, I think that is actually the correct answer. I mean, the correct answer. I mean, There's how many only of one us, right answer, and that's and it. That had to be like 86, 87. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was pretty early on. Yeah. I've I've gone out and said that this is one of the few perfect movies ever made. I think it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Like, and they like, set out to make the movie. They made it. I yeah. mean, they nailed it. Right, and, and so... I, I never read the book. Mm. I'm actually reading it right now. Oh, that's great. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. And it's they so did different. such a good Well, I don't know. There's parts of it that are different, but like. The tone of it is perfect. Yes, though. the tone is perfect. Mm-hmm. And I can like envision all the characters and in the scenes. And I don't know. I mean, like what book has all of that or movie has all of that in it all at once. And yeah, The Princess Bride is like the perfect movie, I think. It's an homage to so many different things, but it's not. It's very much what it is. It's mm-hmm. The Princess Bride. Right. I mean, it, obviously, it pays tribute to old Fairbanks movies and, you know, Wizards and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it it all coalesces into The Princess Bride. There's no yeah. other movie that, yeah, I yeah. don't know. No other movie can hold all that. Yeah, the performances and just every individual little moment. Mm-hmm. One of the most quotable movies yeah. of all oh, time. Yeah, totally. Oh, I got to add a question about quotes. That's I got to do that next. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had, just had an epiphany. That's that's going to be on the next podcast. <laughs> what no, to is... love. <laughs> yeah. Um, Christopher Guest is in it, who is just one of the coolest people of all time. He's the six-fingered man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have right. you ever watched any of his films? Mm-mm. No. He does... So he started off in, this is an aside, I guess, we'll digress a little. He started in This is Spinal Tap, which okay. was directed by Rob Reiner, and they kind of invented like the mockumentary format, okay. which I think This is Spinal Tap might be one of the funniest 90 minutes you'll ever see in your entire life, from okay. beginning to end, and with no script, just the funniest thing. So then Christopher Guest kind of took that on, and he did things like uh, Waiting for Guffman, A Mighty Wind... Best in Show. Okay. All of these movies are just wonderful, amazing casts. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can't believe the people that he gets for these movies. And yeah, you should definitely okay. visit, visit upon those. I will look at that. I think he's married to Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. I think he has been forever and ever. Hmm. See, you get all these nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough question. Question 11, Brooke Smith. What film means the most to you, not because it's a great movie necessarily, but because of a memory that you have associated to it? Okay, so it is a really great movie, and okay. I have good memories associated with it, but um, True Romance. <laughs> okay, I love this answer. God, that movie. And that scene with Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken. I, yeah, I know. I mean, you can see the battle of two great actors like happening yes. in that scene. And that's another movie, actually, in that scene that I might cry at. 
every time. Because oh, because you like, see what's happening. You see the the actors like just there's so much depth to that. There's a very brief moment in that scene where Dennis Hopper looks down at his hand because he knows what. Yeah. Like oh god. You know what I mean? He knows what's he knows, coming next. Yeah. And it's so amazing. Yeah. And a lot of people are trying to like, oh, you, you can't watch that scene anymore. And I'm like, yeah, uh, context matters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like context matters. He's doing something very specific. Right. And then the tragedy of that scene is that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. So he it's just, a, just a tells a joke. Meaningless sacrifice, basically. Yeah. So good. But. but Oh, you're right. Amazing scene. Every part of that movie, though, I think is just so well done. Um, Patricia Arquette, I think, is a rock star in it. Uh, Christian Slater. Yeah. I just, I love that movie. Oh, you can go, there's a, I mean, James Gandolfini, Mm -hmm. Michael Rappaport, uh, Tom Sizemore. Yeah. It's just, it's a really ridiculous cast. cast. Gary Oldman. Mm Mm-hmm. And his scene oh my is gosh, phenomenal. he's amazing! In Unrecognizable. That movie. Yeah, totally. I was like, "Who is that guy?" And then Drexel. you look him up, and yeah, Drexel. What the fuck is a Drexel? <laughs> <laughs> totally. No, I've seen that movie so many times. I, I saw it in the theater uh-huh. um, on a date. Who was like, "What the f are we watching?" Because she was a Mormon too. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my heck! <laughs> Did she say that? <laughs> they all said that. <laughs> I grew up in New Mexico. I dated a lot of Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that about New Mexico. Um, yeah, you know, around uh, the Four Corners area. Sure. Okay. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a ton of Mormons. And yeah. yeah, a lot of my good friends are are Mormons. But yeah. I think True Romance is a movie you could show to someone just to gauge their reaction to like so many different things. Yeah. Because oh, if, if yeah. you don't get the love story in it, then right. we're probably... I've actually, yeah, like tested friendships on true yeah, romance absolutely like what do you think of that movie and they're like oh i haven't seen it okay let's watch it yeah. and i'm just watching them for their reaction i, I know exactly you know? isn't that the worst feeling though when you show someone something and you can they just start looking at their phone oh, or i'm like this part's important come like, on this is the part though this is the part yeah this is the thing do yeah. not turn away yeah oh, it's so frustrating yeah i want lights off everybody shut the fuck up mm-hmm. and let's watch a movie put the phones in the basket over here yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good idea actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> I hate when I catch myself scrolling through oh, something. Oh, me too. You know, but I'm also at a point in my life where I've seen everything already, so I'm not watching fresh material. Right. So I just, I'll end up, you know, scrolling, reading mm-hmm. something on my tablet or something yeah. while I'm watching Scrubs yeah. for the ninth time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the scene that like really sold me, though, was um, when Patricia Arquette is in that hotel room by herself. And the guy comes in <sighs> and kicks her ass. Yeah. And she's just like, she toughs it out and then kills him does she kill him yeah so I think she kills him with yeah, a, and with we can, a yeah and we're good file. on spoilers it's that movie was 25 years old so <laughs> it um yeah and what i love about that scene especially one james gandolfini we had no idea who that guy was as an actor yet he had been in a few things mm-hmm. but he definitely hadn't been tony soprano yet or anything like that and her trying to charm her way out of it and and you can tell she's just terrified, but still trying to be yeah. bubbly and be Alabama. Yeah. Oh, it's such yeah. a good performance. And she, she doesn't get on, enough credit. She puts on her giggle. Like, yeah, you know. exactly. Oh, my gosh. Just but there's an ice machine down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> you right? Know? Oh, yeah. yeah. And so hard. Oh, my gosh. But then she's just still laughing and fighting through the whole thing. Well, oh, it's just, it's. Yeah. She's such a badass. I don't know. I think the version that I have at home is like the director's version. And that scene goes on like an extra three minutes. Oh, really? It is brutal. Mm. Yeah. And she really kills him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I may have to look that one up. She really, Mm -hmm. really kills him. Wow. Yeah. I think that's a wonderful answer. Although I think now that's number two. We're going to have to retire True Romance going forward. Oh. Not necessarily. I mean, so the way it works is if if I get two different answers or two answers for the same question, I will strongly discourage people going forward. Like, and like, I don't. Well, I don't want to talk about The Godfather on this podcast. We get uh-huh. it. The fucking yeah. Godfather's great. Okay. We get yeah. it. <laughs> you know, sure. I mean, don't take The Godfather to heaven if that's on your list. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not on my list. <laughs> or Goodfellas, either one. I don't. We get it. Yeah. We get it. They're great. Yeah. Speaking of which, question yes. the twelfth. Okay. Brooke Smith, mm. should you be deemed worthy to ascend, you are allowed to bring one movie with you because you will get to host movie night. What film are you going to take to show the rest of those chosen people? Okay, so this is where I want to add some music. 
Oh, right? okay. Yeah. I love this um, idea. We've but never first, done this. But first, let me start with this. Okay. okay. I want to give you a hint. Okay. And I'm going to give you a choice on your hints. Do you okay. want the actors or the theme? I want the theme. All right. So transvestite aliens. That's my movie. <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I would totally show that on movie night. I would too. That'd be a lot of fun. That's... Oh, see, the, the answer was right in front of me the I whole know, time. the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I think my favorite song is There's a Light. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. my favorite, especially when Riff Raff sings. I can't remember the name of the song, but it's the one where... Um, well, there's the time warp. I mean, that's yeah. Classic. I've heard that one. Yeah. yeah, but actually, the song where she Susan Sarandon is singing about the first time touch a touch a touch me. Mm-hmm. Great song. Great song. Yeah, is yeah. that the one you wanted to hear? Sure, oh, let's play it. I like that. <laughs> this is totally unprecedented for Judgment Day. Then if anything grows. <laughs> Okay, so I love that. Yeah. I've always loved that movie. My brother got me into that when I was a very, very young man, and which was probably inappropriate as hell. But Me too. Yeah. Me too. And my mom. My mom got me into that movie. Really? Well, I was born in Santa Cruz, California. And mm. um, I don't know if that makes a difference, but the, you know they would do the midnight showings all the time, like every sure. Saturday night. The more interactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, she... She got me into it at a very young age. And then probably by the time I was 12, 13, I had the whole thing memorized. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We yeah. did. I've only done that one the one time and I did it in Seattle. They had a big one for at, at uh, Cinerama. And that yeah. was amazing. Well, yeah. you know, they do it here at the Strader yes. every year. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm actually pretty good, pretty good friends with all those guys. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And you haven't been to that one? And Jason's a future guest on the podcast. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Hi, Jason. Yeah. And Brenda is going to come on as well. Okay. So. I'm cool. getting the whole arts community. Oh, my gosh. Have fun. <laughs> I know. It's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of the arts, before I let you out of here, I want you to talk a little bit about your art. Okay. so Make some plugs. Oh Throw out some goodness. websites. Do the whole thing. Okay, so Call to action. <laughs> all right. So I have books. I write things. Um, children's books, but they're really all ages stories. Mm-hmm. So I, I plugged in um, The Tortoise and the Flare a little bit ago, and that's my children's story about a tortoise who is very creative and super social and all the things but also suffers from depression and um so that's a pretty deep story there's the mango tree that is also um about growth and whatever so i have all those stories but um what my real passion is is coaching and so I'm a life coach master certified I'm actually an instructor now with the Martha Beck Institute and um, so I do a lot of writers coaching but life coaching and that's what I do I help people get happy it's one degree turns toward your true north and um, simple tools yeah. and strategies to help you figure out that's amazing a better way mm-hmm. I could use a life coach Everybody, sure. <laughs> I have life coaches. Right. Everybody needs a life coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did you say the website? I'm sorry. I did I not. So yeah. Brooke Smith, Brooke with an E, brooksmithlifecoach.com is my website, brooksmithlifecoach at gmail.com. And I'll throw, the, I'll throw the link in the, in, the, in the Instagram and all that. Awesome. And then I also like texts, phone calls, whatever. So okay. 970-769-9638. Great. Yeah. Well, Brooke Smith, this is absolutely fantastic. I'm so glad you made it. I'm so sorry I was late. That's okay. And because of that, you have been found worthy. You're going to heaven. I'm going to heaven. Of course you are. I'm not going to send you to hell. (laughs) (laughs) But I really feel like I could do some good down there. No, probably. But it's a whole lake of fire thing from what I understand. Mm. That's what. 
that's what it says in the thing yeah. is that it's a lake of fire all right well yeah then heaven will be lovely i think hell is all michael bay movies <laughs> that's my personal hell yeah but enjoy heaven and have a beautiful death thank you so much bye-bye bye Suddenly Seymour Standing beside you You don't need no makeup Don't have to pretend Suddenly Seymour Is here to provide you Sweet understanding Seymour's your friend Nobody ever treated me kindly Daddy left early Mama was poor I need a man and I follow him blindly He'd snap his fingers at me I'd say sure Suddenly Away. Please understand that it's still strange and frightening.